Welcome to the Let's Eat Grandma Career Warrior Podcast. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the 48th episode of the Let's Eat Grandma Career Warrior Podcast, where our goal is not only to help you land your dream job, but to help you live your best life. College students and recent graduates, are you listening? This episode is for you. Tomorrow I fly to California to watch my sister at UC Santa Cruz graduate, so this episode is very special for me. I too was that college student who was worried and concerned about what job I was going to get. The things I asked myself, when am I going to get that job? What if I choose the wrong job? How should I apply for jobs? Well, I wish my 2014 self had this podcast episode to listen to. If I did, I would have a little bit more inspiration and guidance on my journey. Instead, I relied on observations of my friends who all were in the same exact boat as me. Today, you have the power to listen to the words of immense wisdom from a respected career coach who can help you land the job of your dreams. His name is Robert Moment, and he's helped many ambitious professionals get hired for jobs for 19 years at the Moment Group. Before founding his company, he worked at corporate for such brands as Citigroup, Xerox, Manpower, Sprint, and Pitney Bowes. He's also the author of Getting a Job After College, Job Search Strategies, and Interview Preparation That Will Get You Hired. Let's go to get started. Uh, but first, I just want to make a really quick plug. If you haven't already, please go ahead and give us a rating. Show us some love here. Um, I just am incredibly grateful for every single one of you. You are the reason why I get to live out my dream job every day. And by giving us a rating, you make our show known, especially in the world of iTunes, which dominates the podcast world. So all you got to do is just pop open Career Warrior Podcast where the shows are, scroll all the way to the bottom, and let us know your recommendation. It would mean the world to me. All right. So if you're a college student, please get your notepad out because this is the only lecture you listen to today that will matter. All right. Maybe not, but this is going to be really important. Let's help get your dream job with our 48th episode of the Career Warrior Podcast. Robert Moment, it's great to have you on here. How are you doing today? I'm doing great, Chris. I'm excited to be on the show that we'll be able to help recent college graduates get hired, stand out, and get interviewed for jobs. Oh, fantastic. I uh, I don't even know where to start to you because you've been doing this for 19 years. It just blows my mind. Uh, but if you just want to give a summary about how you got into this field, uh, I think that would help these college students and graduates out. Well, when I was in corporate America, Chris, I was helping a lot of colleagues and friends to, to get jobs, um, to interview. And over a period of time when I was helping them, because based on roles that I've had in the past, corporate executive, account manager, and they said, can you help me? Um, because if you was able to successfully interview with Fortune 500 companies, can you share with me skills, strategies that help them help me get hired? So I was doing that just to be able to help people to succeed. And one day, a couple of clients said, you know, you can do this for a living. And as they said, the rest is history. Now, did I always have the interview skills starting out when I graduated from college? No. Because mm -hmm. my first seven interviews, I didn't get hired. I didn't even get an offer. And I knew I was doing something wrong. So I made a bold move after the seventh interview. I had the vice president's card. I called them and I said, would you, 
be able to give me constructive feedback over yep. lunch on why I didn't get this job. And he said, well, you know, first of all, he said, I liked you. And he said, I like the bold move that you made call. And he said, well, really, you know, I don't really supposed to tell candidates why they didn't get the job. We just send letters. We'll keep it on file and we are interested. He said, but I will have lunch and I'll share with you on why you didn't get the job. Wow. We had lunch. And he said, you had a great resume. He said, professional dress. He said, you have a great GPA. He said, you even answered all of the questions correctly. Mm -hmm. So now I'm puzzled. And I'm looking at him across the <laughs> table and I said, well, why didn't you have me? He said, he said, but you didn't stand up. Uh. And he said, if you had stood out, you would have, we would have gave an offer. He said, you were just like everyone else. You, you dress professionally, great communication skills, resume. He said, you look good on paper, but also you look good in person. But he said, you didn't stand out. He said, going forward, if you learn how to stand out, you will start to get hired for jobs. And as, it, as he said, the rest is history. That changed the trajectory of my career. I truly believe that one meeting, it changed the trajectory of my career. So here's what wow. I would say to your listeners. There's something that you'll be able to take away from this podcast interview today that will probably change the trajectory of your career starting up. That's absolutely amazing. And it, such a great story to open up. And uh, kudos to your younger self for saying something like, okay, I want to get constructive feedback. I think a lot of people aren't, they're not brave enough to ask such a thing, um, but they may not think it's such an important thing to do. So kudos to you. I hope somebody listens to that, goes out there and starts asking why to try to improve themselves. I think that's awesome. So to launch into the first question, I want to kind of set the context for people, but why, why do you think it's so hard for all these college students to get a good job after college? I mean, you would think once you have the degree, that's all you need. It's, it's the credential. Um, but why, why are some people still struggling? Uh, you know, Chris, that's an excellent question. And that's something um, that I've been able to address, I would say, over the last five years. And what I've noticed, this is consistent throughout. They don't have a solid job search plan. Mm. And it's, it's too general. And when I say it's too general, you need to have laser focus. Whether you're a recent college grad or even experienced professional, when you're in the market searching for a job. And when I say too general, example, let's say you want to be a business analyst. Now you're going to go to Indeed, let's say ZipRecruiter. Yep. And you're going to just type in what comes up in your area under business analysts. When I say plan, you have to know, for instance, the company, the industry, the culture, the skills. So that's why it's not really, they don't have a really solid plan. And I think also when they're starting out, it's about them as opposed to the employer. Mm -hmm. And it should be the reverse. It should be about what you can do and add value to the employer as opposed yes. to you just going out and said, you know, I want a job. Yeah. Typically, the clients I work with are um, a little bit older than college students. So they're um, kind of mid-career. But I've seen the same sort of mistake. It's A, not getting targeted. Um, I've seen it more so in college students as, as so 
as you have. Um, and also the fact that, I mean, in a cover letter, it's most people are saying me, 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 where they need to be putting the focus on the actual recruiters and the, the companies, I should say, to draw those connections. So yeah, they, they make this, they make this search about themselves and not the employee. And also what I've noticed, recent graduates don't know how to communicate value. They don't know how to communicate value on paper, which is our resume. And they don't know how to communicate value online, LinkedIn, and they don't know how to communicate that value in job interviews. So those are the three areas that they don't know how to communicate that value, which will make them stand out to get interviews and get hired. So would you say that's the hardest, probably one of the biggest mistakes that college students are making? Is it the communicating value factor? Yes, it is. Mm -hmm. And being able to identify what are the key soft skills that hiring managers are looking for because that should be that should be highlighted on resumes it should be highlighted on your linkedin profile and it should be demonstrated during job interviews excellent i i remember when and this is the funniest this is when linkedin was just i guess kind of taking off it wasn't that big of a deal um but i think now especially if you're a college student you got to be on linkedin you got to be getting your strategy out. And if you don't have a LinkedIn, like totally fine, start building it up right now. I think now's the time, um, especially when you're in college. So um, I like what you said about your online presence. I, I don't think, I don't think that can be overstated. Just the, the way that this industry is moving, the way that hiring is moving. Uh, eventually paper resumes are going to be dead and what's going to be left is our online presence. So if you don't have it now, definitely take Robert's advice here. You know, Chris, a lot of recent graduates, they really need to know how to leverage LinkedIn because yes. LinkedIn, there are so many ways that you can leverage to get the attention of hiring managers and even recruiters. And I think it's really underutilized. You know, a lot of times they say, oh, let me just create a profile. But here's an example where a client about a year ago, she was having problems landing jo job interviews. So you got to be a little creative on LinkedIn. So I said, well, why don't you start to write articles? And she started posting articles. Now we, we made sure it was those was targeted to her industry. We, we addressed some of the problems of the industry. She started to get, I think the second day, 3000 views. Oh man. But the next day, it, I think it increased to maybe 5,000. But what that did, she started to get direct messages from recruiters and oh. hiring managers. She landed six interviews. Now she could have landed more, but she didn't want to relocate. And, she, and I said, you're on to something. So keep, continue to write the articles. And that's how she landed her first job out of college. She started to LinkedIn Plus and it's free. And the article was about 1,200 words. But it was a how-to, and it it targeted that industry. And no, she is not an expert, but she got the attention of recruiters and hiring managers. So you're suggesting, even if we're not experts within the field, to start making posts in. I think that's such unconventional advice, but probably some of the best advice that I've heard in regards to staying active on LinkedIn. I think that's awesome. But, you know, say you are that college student, how do I frame it in such a way if I'm not the expert? Like, am I just, is it more just me sharing my experiences or 
Um, is it going out and doing research? How do you think I should frame these articles? Well, I would always look at what is the well, look at what's trending on LinkedIn. The articles is trending, and then look at an article that's really um, associated or tied into your industry. And you can take that same article and be very creative and maybe say the 10 tips, 10 ways, 10 keys. Now, yes, of course, you know, in your own words, but take, because tips, ideas, and strategies will always get people's attention because it's how to. And look at, when I say the top trending articles on LinkedIn, because they're going to show you, you know, 20,000 views, um, 5,000 views. So you're not trying to reinvent the wheel because those articles, whoever wrote those articles, if some, if it's 5,000, 7,000, those same people who are reading are decision makers, recruiters, and hiring managers. Yeah. You're giving me advice on how to grow my business and you don't, you don't even know it. Because <laughs> <laughs> I, actually, I actually utilize the same strategies for my business as well right exactly it's it's i mean it's it comes down to the core principle of what are people searching for so where's the demand and you're catering to that and almost coming full circle to what you said earlier about um oftentimes college students and job seekers are a little bit too focused on themselves um and they're not looking towards the companies that are actually doing the searches so I, I really, truly think by employing your strategy, which is looking more from their perspective and catering towards that, I think these college students can get a lot more success within the job search. So that's fantastic. They can. And Chris, I mean, and even if you wanted to take it level up, you can even a lot of recent graduates now, they are creating their own personal branding. I'm having them to create their own personal branding website. So they'll have the articles on that site. So they're also driving those decision makers, recruiters, hiring managers to that site, and they see additional content. So it's um, it's been a win-win. Okay, so let's just let's make sure we have everything here because I want these college students listening to this episode to have their a little checklist going. So you have your LinkedIn profile. You're posting articles on it. You have your personal page, which I think there are, it, it sounds like very daunting to come up with, but um, I'm sure that there are tons of, there's Wix.com, there are all these websites that you can use to start that up. Um, I think that's another great one. Um, let's talk about getting prepared for the interview, because I think that's something, I mean, you, circling back to like the interview you had, um, it was the fact that you weren't able to stand out, but how in the interview specifically am I going to stand out? Well, you know, it's all about strategy and strategy is first um, look at the job description and really thoroughly look at that job description. I mean, what skills do they want you to have for that job? Is it uh, adaptability, time management, persuasion, creativity? Now you want to be able to tell your story because stories, stories really sell. They really do. Stories sell. And you want to, because a lot of times with recent college grads, they have little or no work experience. But there's, whether it's your volunteer work, intern, or even a part-time job or summer job, take those soft skills. And for each soft skills, I would highly suggest 
have a story that matched each soft skill. And that will be able to help you stand out. And then even problem solving, have a problem solving, at least two or three problem solving stories. And you want to use a method that's called the STAR method. And STAR is you want to be specific. Mm -hmm. What's the task? What's the action? And what's the result? And the reason why I have recent college grads or experience, because it's clear and concise. You don't have to ramble. Just write down what, what the specific problem, what was the task, what was the action, and what was the end result. How do you recommend I practice it? Is this something I do like in front of a mirror or in the car? Do I time myself? Yeah, I would say mock interviews with a friend. Mock and, mm. then, and then with yourself. But I always suggest a mock interview with a friend because they can check your body language and do you do they understand how you communicated um, on the other side? Meaning when I say other side, do they understand the question, the answer to the question that, um, that they was asking? So mock interviews, I highly suggest mock interviews. And then yes, you can get in a mirror and just talk to yourself. Say, you know, tell me a little bit about yourself. Because that was one of the questions. What are your strengths? What are your weaknesses? Why do you want this job? Yep. And see how you respond when you're looking yourself right in the mirror. Yeah, that's that's such fantastic. I like I said, I wish my this is actually 2012 year old 2012 Chris, but I remember not having any structure, not having any practice going into an interview. Probably one of the one of the biggest mistakes I made that season. Uh, I remember. It was, uh, I think it was like the interview was like 6.30 in the morning and I had the interview in the hotel. The guy calls me in and he starts, you know, firing off all these behavioral questions where I needed to really sell those soft skills like you're talking about. Um, And, you know, just to show hospitality service, you know, those kinds of things. And I remember just being so ill prepared that I would take these probably cringe. 10, 15 second pauses because I couldn't think of what to say. <laughs> and it was six 30 in the morning. So, um, but I, it was probably, that was probably the worst interview I've ever had in my life. And the guy knew how bad it was. And like, we just were like, I was embarrassed. I was like turning red the entire time. Um, but I actually, you know, going back to what you talked about, the star technique and being able to actually show results. I remember being so absolutely crushed by that interview and how I felt that it made me come back so much stronger the next time. And I ended up rehearsing, rehearsing, rehearsing those questions and not to brag or anything, but absolutely just crushed like best interview I ever did in my life after that. Um, because like you said, the practice and being results oriented really, really does change the game. So, um, I thank you for bringing that up and thanks for bringing me back to my, early 20s. It's uh, it's so true. And I hope that helps prove your point here. Well, you know, I appreciate you sharing it because we all have where we, you know, we felt we failed at something. Yeah. And, you know, failure is never final. So, you know, what did you learn from that? And, you know, you learn to get better. Mm-hmm. And that's the same thing. I went through the same thing through a period of my life with the seven rejections, but I got better. And when you get constructive feedback and then too, when you can look at yourself and give yourself constructive feedback too, and say, okay, what, I, cause we all have blind spots, Chris. Yeah. 
even today, I still have blind spots. It could be marketing something, but I have blind spots. And when somebody can say, Robert, you need to go left instead of right. Because I always say when I stop listening, I stop learning. Absolutely. Yeah, that's great words of advice. I, it's truly amazing. Um, okay, so great. I have my LinkedIn profile that I'm going to start revamping. I'm start getting more active on LinkedIn. I have my personal page if I do decide to do that. I have my interview skills. What else is missing from the picture to help me land that dream job? Well, I would say to build a list of targeted companies. Build Good. a list. Know what you want, but build a list of targeted companies. Is it mid-sized companies, Fortune 500? But build that list because based on that list, you started to become clear on what you want. And I think when we was talking earlier about being too general, I just want a job. What company? What position? What skills? You know, be laser focused on everything that you do in terms of the job search. Because when you're laser focused, you'll be able to get closer to achieving what you want to achieve. Exactly. So how how am I doing research here? Am I looking at well, what's probably like the best tool you think for finding the right companies? Right companies, you can, um, one, just do a Google search um, just in your area. You can do you can Chamber of Commerce. That's probably the number one because they have a list of all the companies that's within that area. And Chamber of Commerce, you can even, and then you can start doing research on Glassdoor um, based on the reviews of the company. Um, and even just do a Google search and say, cons- let's say consulting companies in the state of Washington, yeah. whether it's Tacoma, Washington, and see what comes up. Yeah. And once, and then after you get that, start to look at the actual job title and description. And I would say, look at about seven to 10 and see if there's a consistency in terms of the skills and then start to take inventory of your skills to make sure your skills match with the positions that you're trying to pursue. We had a conversation earlier, I think it was a few weeks ago. It was about setting up, and I never heard this idea, to be honest. I just thought it was genius. But setting up Google Alerts, you said look up uh, Google Alerts for the industry. I was seeing if you had anything to add to that, but I think that's such a good piece of advice to keep these college students and graduates in the know about the companies and industries that they're, they're focused on. Yeah, Google Alerts, uh, Chris, is a great tool. And it's a great tool. It's free. And you can type in keywords, you can put in companies, and you can get alerts. And also, you can keep abreast of industry trends, which I think is great. And that's, we have used Google alerts to even write articles to post on LinkedIn. I'm going to take the Google alerts idea myself. I'm not even looking for a job. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's a great tool if, you, if you're an entrepreneur, business owner, yeah. or if you're a job seeker. So when you're typing in, let's say those 10 companies that you have researched, or if it's 20 companies, you type those, com- you, you type those companies in and if there's any changes, i.e. CEO, uh, product launches, then you're starting to build your database and profile on those companies. And then that's how you can start to target. You can laser focus your targeted job search. Absolutely. Um, so, like I said, something I'm going to do, and I think, you keep coming back to the theme of being targeted and knowing 
as much as possible about the industry you're in and getting involved. I think that's that can't be overstated as well. Really good advice. And this is just speaking to the power of job strategy. So we have, once again, to sum it up again, I think there's one thing we're missing here, and that's just because I'm the resumes guy, and I do want to get to the mistakes and good things that college students are making. Um, but okay, checklist so far. So we have LinkedIn profile that you really should build up as much as possible and get active. That personal page, it's getting your interview fine-tuned and practicing with a friend, which I think is just such great advice. And also doing your research with the companies you're applying for and making sure that you are very targeted. So let's say I have all of this stuff. You know, I finally know exactly where I want to apply. I know who I am as a professional and my brand. Well, that's a little bit hard to do actually when you're in college, but we're getting there. But the, the resume, that's, that is the one thing that intimidated me the most when I was in my job search. You know, I'm a resume writer, uh, but I wanted to hear your input as somebody who's I'm sure looked at tons and tons of you know resumes but first of all what's the number one mistake you see that these college students and recent graduates are making and two like on the opposite end you know what are some of the best things that these college students are doing I see the number one um, and I would say they go hand in hand I wouldn't say one over the other but I would say the first one you need to be able to differentiate between roles and responsibilities as opposed to results driven resume and also i see why they don't really highlight that soft skills and and i don't see where it tells a story mm. like i just see a, a sheet of paper and it just tells me you know i see a lot of verbiage but i don't it doesn't tell a story and the story is why should i hire you and once again results driven yes as opposed to roles and responsibilities and highlight the skills that that are in demand if you have those skills, critical thinking skills, time management skills, problem solving, creativity, persuasion. So, and don't just hide those, you know, make sure they're like front and center. And I think formatting, I've seen um, formatting too. That's um, because we are all visual. So formatting, that's probably third, but I would say the, the, the top two, Chris, is that roles and responsibilities I just see roles and responsibilities, not results driven content, or I don't see highlighted skills in terms of soft skills. Okay. That is a huge mistake. I completely agree with you. And I've seen a lot of these college student resumes and a lot of them aren't getting very specific and who's to, it's, it's hard to blame them. It's like your first resume ever. And it's really tough, but you know, as somebody who, who has worked on a lot of resumes, I know that the value, like you said about um, getting really results oriented. So you're almost advocating for the star technique, but for your resume, no? Yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. Because it's all about value. Everything is about value. Okay. Like I alluded to, if you need to communicate value, your value to a potential prospective employer on your resume, your LinkedIn profile, and also during the interview. So it's always going to go back to value because when you, they can see that you can add value then all of a sudden they can see you as a new hire. And then when they can see you as a new hire, then you can become indispensable once you start to work. But it's all about value. What I want the listeners to know, you need to know your value. You need to be able to effectively communicate your value. And then when you are hired, 
you need to be able to demonstrate your value in the workplace each and every day. Absolutely. Such great words of wisdom and can't thank you enough for doing this so far. I uh, just have a couple more questions before we ask about your resources, which I'm excited to get into, but, um, okay. Let me put myself in the perspective of a college student who's really struggling right now. Um, there probably are some listeners on this podcast who are truly having a hard time and maybe they feel, I don't know, rejected and, um, are feeling really down on themselves for not having a job by now. But what, what would you say to that college student who's just really absolutely struggling and maybe even scared for what's going to happen next? I would say first, always, always believe in yourself and your value. Always believe in yourself. And no matter, there are going to be doors that are going to close, but there's a door that's going to open. And that door that is going to open Someone is going to see the value that you'll be able to bring to that organization. And what I would say to anyone who's struggling, never, ever give up. And that's just in life, period. Never give up. And if you're frustrated, there's always help. And when I say that there's help, once again, like I was telling you in terms of having LinkedIn groups where it's no selling, but where people can give you ideas and strategies to help you, uh, whether it's articles there are resources online, and sometimes the resources are not all in the same place, but there is help, and there's a lot of free information that can help, but don't get discouraged because, you know, let's say, for instance, yes, you have student loans and you feel like the clock is ticking, you need a yep. job, but yep. don't, don't give up. And when I say don't give up, persistence is going to pay off in the long run. That's, on, that's in any and every area of your life. Persistence will pay off whether it's um, you start in a business or you're looking for a job, but now we're talking about looking for a job, but be persistent and don't give up because as soon as you give up, you're probably one step away from getting a, a job offer. Don't give up. Thank you. Thank you. I, I mean, I feel like I need to hear that sometimes, but that's, that's good. I'm sure there's some college students or, you know, people who they probably have a lot of the other things that we discussed already down, you know, maybe they do have a good resume or, LinkedIn profile, but maybe they just need to hear that last piece of advice because sometimes all it is, is a numbers game. You know, sometimes it really is going to be that next application that gets you what you need. And I, uh, I read a post on LinkedIn the other day that said, I thought it was just so encouraging. He said, you know, all it takes is just one job offer. You know, even if you've applied and gotten rejected like a thousand times, it really doesn't matter how many job offers you got. It's just that one that gets you to the next level. So, yeah. And, and Chris, I love, you know, you're absolutely right. And I love that, that post because don't take rejection personally. You know, don't take it personally because, you know, I didn't take it personally when I was rejected seven times. I realized it was something I was doing wrong, but I could have, yes, I could have, took it personally, maybe even went into a state of depression. Yeah. But I, I didn't take it personally. And what I would tell all of your great listeners, don't take rejection personally. No, it's never final. And just because, and even if you go on an interview and you feel like you blew it, that will never be your last interview on this planet. Because the seven that I went through, it wasn't my last. And it will not be your last. So... Yeah. Just stay positive, stay focused, and know that you have value. 
And as long as you know you have value and you can believe in yourself, there's nothing that you cannot do. Nothing that you can't do. So keep that mindset. And yes, there'll be some days where, you know, you feel like I should be working. But that next day, have a positive attitude, say, you know what, this is the day. And you're going to have to be able to motivate yourself. Yeah. Self-motivation. And, you know, I always say have, I love affirmations. Like, I will do this. I am this. See yourself doing it. Because whatever you start to believe, you will conceive. So just believe in yourself. Man, I'm not even a not even a college student. Have been haven't been one for a while, but you you have got me with all sorts of feels right now. I'm like tearing up over here. I'm like, wow. Um, it's it's just so true. Um, it's it, you really have to. That's that's half the battle. Sometimes is just first of all, like what kind of you know what what the you know superficial stuff like the resume, but like a lot of the inner game really is important too. So yeah, believing in yourself, it's 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 such an important thing to say and I'm glad you said it. Yeah. I mean, it comes down to this look when you wake up each and every day, you can look, look yourself in the mirror and say, I have a purpose. I have a purpose. And, and then also you can take it a step further. I'm a precious gift to this world. Yeah. And we all have something to give and you have something to give to a company that you're going to be employed with. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much. I want to get, do you have any final words of advice for job seekers or anything to, to kind of cap it up on? I would say once again, I just wanted to continue to reinforce, believe in yourself, believe in your value, be able to effectively communicate your value each and every day and be able to demonstrate your value each and every day in the workplace. And if you continue to just always believe that you and know that you can add value, you will always, always make a difference. Robert Moment, you've been an excellent guest so far. And I want to know how I could continue to get involved with you um, or if we have any resources for these college students and recent graduates uh, that they should know about. Well, I my website is how to ace and interview.com where you can see all of the resources, a free um, five-day e-course. But I really highly recommend recent college graduates to go to and join our free LinkedIn group. One is how to ace a job interview LinkedIn group. And the other one is starting a new job LinkedIn group where they will find articles that I've written, but also other experts throughout the world where these resources will be able to help them in those areas. And it's no selling. It's just free information because our goal is to help people to support them in so many ways. But the bottom line is we want everyone to, to succeed and be successful. Great. Get involved with LinkedIn now. That's that's a good way to do it. So and as always, for your listeners, I will drop the actual URLs and that description link here. You know, iTunes, whatever you're using, it will be in the description. So you can go and check that out whenever you're done driving or doing whatever you're doing. All right, Robert, I can't thank you enough for joining us on the Career Warrior Podcast. Um, just thanks so much again. And I'm going to listen to this episode a few times myself and, and get inspired. But uh, I can't thank you enough and have a great rest of your day. Well, thank you for having me, Chris, to your continued success. I really appreciate the opportunity. And also to your listening audience, 
get hired. Get hired. That's it. Let's go. (laughs) Cool. All right, Warriors. Well, you heard the man. Go out there and do your best. Go out and get hired. And looking looking forward to your feedback on this episode. And just so excited to get involved with all of you guys. We have other episodes somewhat related if you did find this interesting, um, such as the questions that you should master before going into an interview. And we also have lots of resume tips and things on keywords. So you might want to check that out as well. But that's all that we got for this week and looking forward to hearing your feedback and I'll catch you next time. And for more on your job search, make sure to check out letseatgrandma.com. That's where you can find our blog, where we post the podcast show notes and so many more articles that will help you in your job search. You can also check out our resume services if you are interested in getting your resume professionally reworked. And please make sure to show us some love by jumping onto iTunes and leaving us a rating. The support from my fellow warriors will show the world how great this podcast is and help other people in their job search. Pay it forward. Thanks, guys, for being true warriors, and thank you for tuning in. I'll see you next week.